waiting for change to come Knowing the battle's won For you have never failed me yet Your promise still stands Great is your faithfulness Faithfulness I'm still in my confidence you've never failed 
Ibrahim Isiche here at Life Eternal Ministries. Helena Alabama, welcome to our episode on the issues of life. We are discussing about the value system, establishing the foundation of our values, and we are looking at uh, the Word of God uh, that is the basis of our foundation the wisdom of God that the Word says in 1st Corinthians chapter 1 verse 14 that Jesus Christ is both the power and the wisdom of God and in verse 31 of the same scripture Jesus Christ became for us wisdom from God in righteousness and sanctification and redemption in the last episode we looked at the book of proverbs especially chapter 1 to chapter 4 how that wisdom guides our thinking how that wisdom guides our talk our discussions how that wisdom shapes our hearts uh, and makes them fit and qualified to host the presence of God. Remember, we are children of God created in Christ Jesus. We carry the DNA of our Father. And therefore, the Word comes to shape us and to set us fit to be the carriers and the host of the presence of God that we may reign on earth as kings and priests to God. Remember the earth was given to man that he may rule over it. And the manner in which the man rules the earth ought to be in accordance to uh, the maker, our maker. This episode 
uh, we will look at the value system and how that differs from the value system of this world and uh, we shall study the book of Matthew uh, we'll definitely look at other uh, scriptures as well but we shall study the, the book of Matthew chapter 5 uh, that reveals to us what it looks like to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven it is uh, contradictory to uh, the value system of this world that concentrates on individualism or what they call capitalism Matthew chapter 5 we find uh, what we call the Beatitudes that Jesus shares with the disciples the word says and seeing the multitude he went up on a mountain and when he was seated his disciples came to him now I want uh, you to walk with me on this very first verse there are two groups of people there are the multitudes and then there are his disciples the word says that Jesus seen the multitudes he went up on a mountain up on a mountain is considered a high place meaning he has to separate himself from the multitudes go to a higher place and his disciples have to come to him the disciples themselves have to separate from the multitude as well and join him in the high place in the mountains and then he opened his mouth and taught them saying blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Verse 11, blessed are you when they revile and persecute you, and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you that's uh, from verse 3 all the way to verse 12 so what exactly does this mean remember he is speaking to the disciples and these words are meant for us as well we who are in this 
earth. Remember Jesus prayed and said, do not take them out of the world. I pray for these who hear my word, who become my disciples. Do not take them out of the world, but keep them here because this world needs the light of God that shines through them. And this light will shine in a unique way that will contradict the system of this world. You would wonder, how will you be blessed when you're poor? For the understanding of the world is when you are rich, you are blessed. When things go your way, you are blessed. When you have everything you'd have desired for, you are blessed. Your life is going good. But Jesus says, blessed are the poor. Now, uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 20 to 23, puts it in a different way. Luke chapter 6, uh, of course, uh, you can hear the turning of the pages of my Bible. I love turning pages uh, because, I mean, the, the, the written word, the physical Bible, is, is really, really... Um, captivating if I may say uh, Luke chapter 6 verse 20 says uh, blessed are you poor for yours is the kingdom of God and one of the questions that I've had uh, uh, that I've been asked and I've had many ask many other ministers of God is who exactly is the poor does it mean spiritually poor does it mean physically poor? And that's a question that begs to be answered. Now, here we are not only talking about the poverty of the spirit, but also physically poor. When you study the life of those who are less privileged, they are usually very humble. They accept to be helped and of course we are not denying the fact that there are those who are physically poor but spiritually proud or even although they are poor they are physically proud they do not accept uh, assistance we we know and we acknowledge we have those who conduct themselves that way but the thing with poverty is that it gives you a desire to want, a desire to be helped, a desire to be guided, a desire to be assisted in any way possible to make your life better. And so blessed are you who are poor, not only spiritually poor, but also physically poor, because your heart is in a state of reception you are able to receive the message of the gospel you are able to receive the words of life that will make you rich and will help to uplift you from that state of poverty now that is in the physical in the spiritual when you are poor you are in a state of receiving the words of life jesus says that i have come that you may have life and life in abundance and so how desperate are you for the word of God? 
how desperate are you to be guided in wisdom? How desperate are you to be led in the path of righteousness? Now, that understanding puts you in a state where you want to know what God is saying at every moment. The word of God says in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3 that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God and therefore that need to know what the Father says right now is a state of poverty that drives you back to God. It causes you to be dependent on God at all times. Something is said of David that the Lord gave a testimony of him that he inquired of him. His heart was given to him at all times. And so is the question with you this morning. Are you desperate for the word of God? Are you desperate to hear what the Father is saying in every situation? Are you desperate enough to be led by the Holy Spirit? Jesus, after baptism, was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness. He did not resist the Spirit of God. He did not resist or he did not question the Holy Spirit as he was leading him into the wilderness. Jesus was completely submitted to the leadership of the Holy Spirit at that point. And that complete submission is a state of poverty where you are now depending on the one who lords over you, that is Jesus Christ, to lead you and to guide you. For when you submit yourself wholly to Christ, then there is a reward for you. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus says that the Father desires to give you the kingdom. He desires to give his children the kingdom. But how desperate are you for the word of God? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Let us receive a blessing you listening to this song. There is a cloud.
Hallelujah. Welcome back. This is Pastor Ebrahim Siche here at Life Eternal Ministries. Our program for this day uh, in this episode is uh, the issues of life and we are tackling the topic on the value system. And uh, this morning we are uh, looking at the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5. Uh, we, uh, before the break, we uh, discussed about uh, verse 3 Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, that uh, contradicts what the world understands as poor. The world does not care much about the poor. The world does not care much about how well you are doing because the world system uh, teaches you to pursue your own happiness. And of course, uh, uh, despises the poor on the grounds that they failed to work hard or probably they were not qualified or maybe they just did not belong to the right class. Remember, in the worldly system, we have classes. We have um, the first class. We have the second class. You know, we have the rich. We have the middle class uh, families. We have the poor or below poverty. Uh, we have heard of uh, the line of poverty that is drawn to determine who actually qualifies to be poor according to uh, the standards of the government uh, in any particular country. But when it comes to your need for the word of God, then blessed are you if you are poor. The state of being poor is a state that puts you in a position to willingly accept the message of the gospel, to accept that Jesus Christ has come and to direct you to give you life and life in abundance. For those who are rich, Jesus says it is hard um, for a rich man, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go through, uh, to, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, does it mean that all those who are rich and qualified uh, here on earth will not enter the kingdom of heaven? Not so. It is a joy. It is humbling when you see rich people worship the Lord. It is a joy and it is humbling to see those who are rich, those who have made it, acknowledge and uh, desire Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The way they term and the way they consider themselves is usually very different from those who are physically poor. Yes, the physically poor are willingly and readily uh, 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 invite Christ into their lives. But also remember I said that we have many who, although they are physically poor, they are proud. Although they are physically poor, they are proud. 
but those who are rich those who have made it in life they holding millions and millions and yet they acknowledge their need for Christ understanding that man does not consist on his things uh, the worth of a man does not consist his belongings his possessions his is his titles and accomplishments such a man who acknowledges that uh, although they are rich physically although they possess a lot of wealth they are considered poor because of their need for Jesus Christ and man generally is poor man cannot live in this world without Jesus Christ in our last episode we say that Jesus Christ is both the power and the wisdom of God we need the wisdom to live in this world we need Jesus Christ to live a fulfilling life in this world to eat of the good of the land of the living in this world and so spiritual poverty is of utmost importance to actually inherit the promise tied to that condition it is obviously contradicting the understanding of the world that has for long determined that if you are successful you are blessed in the scriptures we have uh giants who are very rich you know it is spoken of abraham who was very rich it is spoken of job who was very rich it is spoken of isaac uh, isaac uh, the bible says that he prayed to god and god caused him to prosper and he became prosperous and i think there is another level of prosperity that isaac uh, attained now that is beyond measure we know of uh, king solomon who is known to this date to have been the richest man uh, living on the face of uh, the earth and therefore this is a value that is vital that allows you to uh, absorb and to take in the word of god as is without debate without resentment without questioning without any rebellion but taking the word of god as is and delighting in the laws and in the commandments of the lord for such theirs is the kingdom of heaven then the second beatitudes blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted blessed are those who mourn these are not only those who mourn for the sake of uh, the departure of a loved one but they mourn because of the condition of the world they mourn because of the devastation of sin they mourn because of the arrogance the ignorance and the rebellion of man against his maker 
they mourn because they know that man is like grass today he flourishes tomorrow he is folded and he is put away yet man does not want to come to the acknowledgement and the fear of the lord they mourn when they see men engaging in war they mourn when they see the enemy doing great levels of devastation in the world deceiving men and women of god they mourn when they see marriages breaking they mourn when they see children lost in the sin they mourn when they see men are blinded by the power of darkness they mourn when fear takes hold of men and women and controls them and blinds them from seeing their position in Christ they mourn they mourn when they see their close uh, close relatives rejecting Christ their brothers and their sisters who are closer to them yet they reject the Christ they believe in they mourn when they see their own children going astray rebelling against God rejecting the word of advice that is given to them for they shall be comforted these who mourn express a level of compassion and empathy they have invested themselves in working with Christ under the leadership of the Holy Spirit to shed light to those who are around them but it feels like their efforts are in vain for no one is receiving their words Isaiah says that they rejected the word Yes God sent him to preach God sent him to warn the children of Israel but God also tells him in as much as you will speak to them they will reject you When the children of Israel in in the days of prophet Samuel when they cried for a king Samuel went and they mourned and they cried to God and God comforts him and tells him don't cry my son my 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 child it is not you who they have rebelled against you it is not you they have rejected it is me they have rejected and so God comforts Samuel God comforts Elijah God comforts Isaiah God comforts Job God comforts Jeremiah God comforts Ezekiel and all these other prophets who were sent out to preach the message of reconciliation and yet they were rejected by the very people whom God has set apart whom God has set aside and has referred to them as my own special people and this date 
There are many who are mourning. There are many who are working tirelessly, spreading the message of the gospel, but it seems like their efforts are in vain. For they preach the message of reconciliation, but none of those who are their hearers is responding, or very few are responding to that message. Then God comforts them. And because we have the great comforter in the Holy Spirit, we do not give up. We continue with the work that is ahead of us. Now, that requires diligence. That requires humility. That requires you to constantly carry hope in your heart, even in those moments of despair. This differs from what the world teaches, whereby the worldly system teaches you to give up that which does not work and to pursue things that work for you. Now remember these who mourn, they are mourning not for their own sake, they are mourning for the sake of other brethren. They are compassionate about the eternity of other brethren. The worldly system cares less about what other people are doing or about how other countries are doing. Yes, we see aids coming from the rich going to the poor countries. But looking closely, there's always something tied to those aids. If it is not to maintain your status in the world as probably the richest country in the world, it is to get something in, in return, maybe to get loyalty, maybe to get an ally, maybe there's always a deal, there's always an exchange taking place. I give you aid, you give me your gold. I give you aid, you give me a piece of land. I give you aid, you gave me control over something. And that deal remains in place as long as you keep the end of your bargain and I keep the end of my bargain. If you uh, go against that or if you violate uh, what we call the terms of reference, then your aid is taken away. We have heard of uh, foreign affairs where threats have been given to countries that are receiving aid, that the aid will be taken away if they do not fulfill a certain uh, term, if I may call it that. But those who are in the kingdom of heaven, there is no deal, there is no terms of reference. You are compassionate for the sake of man. And therefore, you are driven to 
be the light of the world you are driven to be the salt of the world and you remain hopeful that that light will shine brighter and show the way to those who are groping in darkness but you find yourself mourning for the sake of those who reject the light such will be comforted by the father himself i would like us to listen to this song by elevation worship there is a cloud and i hope this blesses you as we continue discussing about uh, the value system of the world looking at the beatitudes in Matthew 5 verse 3 to 12 
Welcome back. This is Pastor Ibrahim Siche here at Life Eternal Ministries. Uh, our program is the issues of life. Uh, we are discussing the value systems, looking at the Beatitudes. Uh, we have discussed uh, the first Beatitude. We are blessed are the poor and the poor in spirit. Uh, Luke chapter 6 just says, Blessed are the poor, uh, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We have just discussed, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. They mourn not only because of their sins, but more so because of uh, the, the devastation they see around them, the work of darkness uh, that is blinding um, the children of God, leading them astray, leading them uh, to the jaws of the enemy, uh, mourning because um, of their rejection of the words of life, mourning because of their rebellion, mourning because of their ignorance, mourning because of what the enemy is doing to devastate lives, to devastate marriages, to devastate young people, to mislead nations uh, and uh, causing them to rebel against uh, their maker. Uh, the fifth uh, beatitude is about meekness. The word says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meekness is, is, is a state of humility. The word says in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, that Moses was very meek above all men which were upon the face of the earth. Moses was the meekest man upon the face of the earth. And uh, what does it mean to be meek? To be meek means to be humble. Uh, to be humble or what we call to be down to earth. Uh, it is not about being humble before men, it's about being humble before the Lord. Humility before men is pride before God, and pride before God is actually humility before men. Now, let me see if I got that straight. Humility before men is appears to be uh, pride in the eyes of God. But when you appear to be proud in the eyes of men, you are actually humble before uh, the eyes of God. Because your attention is one. Your attention is on the Lord and not on men. And so you do as the Lord has said you do. You say what the Lord has said, uh, commanded you to say. And many times when the Lord commands you to say what he wants you to say, it may appear to be arrogant, it may appear to be proudful in the eyes of men. 
and men will reject you but if you seek to please men as we see was the case with king saul then it appears before god as rebellion which is an element of a prideful heart or a proud heart now in the kingdom of heaven jesus says whoever wants to be the greatest must be the least whoever wants to be the greatest must be the servant whoever wants to lead he must gird up his loins and serve whoever wants to be first must be the last which is totally different from the understanding of the world that pursues greatness remember uh, we shared before the break that in the world you want to be known as the fastest you want to be known as the richest you want to be known as the wealthiest you want to be known as the most skilled the most talented uh, in whatever uh, field of trade you are in actually you are even called to specialize in that area but before god whoever wants to be all these must be a servant of all it recalls it calls for a level of humility like no other taking the position of christ who the word says considered himself of no reputation before god and therefore humility is considering yourself as one who has no reputation before god yours is to serve the masters the interest of the master without any form of resentment whether externally expressed or internally expressed without any form of rebellion without any form of questioning yours is to do just as you have been commanded to do for those who are meek they receive the blessing of inheriting the earth for the earth was made for men to rule and therefore you find one who rules on the earth not as the world rules but one who rules on the earth is one who has control over his own environment who one who has control over his own life they control what they say the word of god says a wise man has knowledge and studies carefully how to respond to a matter because they control their world for such they shall inherit inherit the earth for such the earth responds favorably towards them this obviously is in contradiction to the understanding of the world as we have said the world teaches you to be the greatest teaches you to be 
top of the class, teaches you to be top of the game, teaches you to be an expert, and the world will sing your praises when you make it there. The world understands you when you pursue your goals, your desires, when you pursue to be the best. The problem with that is one never seems to reach uh, levels of satisfaction. I mean, we, we can look at spots where we have these great athletes trying to reach the highest point and those who get there working so hard to maintain it at that point but as time moves on and they begin slipping down and they begin facing steep competition and eventually to be replaced they fight so hard because it is not something you can actually maintain but in the kingdom of heaven you are able to maintain by being humble blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth in our next episode we shall study uh, the rest of the beatitudes and probably expound more and see how these lines up in shaping our value system for those who are in the kingdom of heaven. As we come to the conclusion of this episode, we shall listen to um, a song again by Elevation Worship. Today I'm just playing Elevation Worship uh, songs. This is fullness, and I hope this blesses you. Until the next episode, may God bless you. May God walk with you. May you walk in love and victory. May you experience God afresh. May you have a fresh encounter with the Father in heaven. Here comes fullness by Elevation Worship. Let your glory fill this house, pour it out.
Media. Be